so I just want to tell on um, the Goyen says that the, the uh, name of the Yontashuas we spell without a vav so Shin, Bez, Ayin, Tav is the four names of the Yontav four names of the Yontav is Shavuos Bikurim Atzeris and Matan Torah so that's Shin, Bez, Ayin, Tav but it's interesting the Torah actually has two other names for it so it's also called the Chag HaKotzir and it's also called Yom HaMishim Yom HaBikurim I said Bikurim Bikurim right that's, oh, that's part of it. Okay. Shuas is Shuas So you could also get Chag Kotzer, Kotzer, and you could also add in Yom uh, Chamishim. So the the remnants of that is Chukas Sheva, Chamishim Kotzer Torah Chukas Sheva is Shuas Bikurim Atzeres. So Chukas Sheva is the is the uh, remnants to remember the six names for the Yom so um, I just want to. Obviously, the Torah gives it multiple names. I mean, each one of the names has gives us an insight into a different element about the Yomtiv, which we would not have without that name being without the Yomtiv being the the um, defined as such. So the, in Parsha Kisisa, it's called Chag Shavuos. So that, that's that's its name, which is a very interesting. Betzim is a very interesting name. It's a Chag. Of Shavuot, it's a chag of it's a chag of weeks, right? Right. Um, but what, what is, exactly does it mean? The chag of this Shavuaya is where the, the Targum translates it. In the Parshas Mishpatim, it's referred to as chag of right? So that's it's called the chag of um, Then. In Parshas Pinchas, it's called Chag Abikurim. Not Chag, but Yom Abikurim. So that's the name that the Torah gives it over there. In Parshas Emor, um, the, it's very interesting the Torah's name for it. Okay. You should count. Then till fifty days we craft them in Chachadosh Hashem. We craft them lechem Meshivas Kavosim, and you bring the carbonus. Right, and and it's a yomtiv. So it's it's almost like, it's like a you unique presentation is the carbonus seem to be the ikker, whereas all of the yomtivim. Right, so we start. Um, and you bring you bring you bring your kabbalas, right? Right. So ready? Call the Kippurim. It said what it is. Over here, the Torah writes it in a totally different presentation. It says, "Count, count the days until and it tells you you bring him It's what it is. 
the lechem v'kurim cross it was there. Mikkadosh yelochem kol avlo sas. Okay. Um, in Parshas Pinchas, right the. In Parshas Re'ei, she was shows tispulach and chokamish tochelis b'shiva shavuos. But she's a chag shavuos l'Hashem alukecha. So the Torah calls it chag shavuos again, which is the same thing it does in in in, in, um, in Kisisa. Um, One other point over there in Pinchas, which is interesting. Right. So, so it that it's Sechem, but the, 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 the name of the day is Right. So, so it um, I think I think all the got all the Torah is Chazal. Chazal refers to it as Torah. Um, Atzeris. It's interesting that the, the name which is most used by Chazal is Atzeris. Um, now my mind is blanking. That was um, there's one place in the Torah where it refers to it as Atzeris. Um, Sarah's, where is that? It's in Mishpatim, it's in Kisiso, it's in Amor, it's in Penachis, it's in Re'eh. It's five places. Um... Where's the Yuzulashan of Atzeris? Okay, I'm not remembering right now. But, Chazal, but you notice the name which is used, that Chazal gave it the name Matan Torah. So Moral says, so why do you think the name Matan Torah? If that's the Ikir Nakud of the, which is my Matan Torah Seinu, so why isn't it mentioned in the Psukim? Um, similar, you know, the Rosh Hashanah's Yamadin is not mentioned in the Psukim. It seems to be that that. There has to be a quote unquote a face of the yomtiv, and then there is the not, not not so obvious understanding of the yomtiv. I just want to focus on one or two points over here. So Chagakotzer is uh, the the morale deals with like what's shot that the Torah refers to the yomtivim based on the agricultural holidays, right? So, right, it's clearly have, it has other meanings besides the agricultural. Like, what's the good of Chagakotzer? So, Morel and Gevura says that I'm going to maybe elaborate more, a little more than what he actually says, but there's a Gemara in Shabbos. Gemara in Shabbos says that that when I give a person a matana, I have to inform him. Uh, matana is the purpose of a matana is to to uh, create ava and regus between individuals. If, if he doesn't know what I gave it. It's lacking in the, the matana. Halacha the mice is relevant. For example, 
a lot of places hold that the okay. the din of Mishlach Monas and Purim, if he doesn't know who it came from, you're not yours to them as a Mishlach Monas. So I leave them, I, I, you know, I, almost can't, so I, I find on my doorstep a Shalach Monas with no name on it. So I'm assuming the person was here because he came many other people besides me. But <laughs> it's, 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 I don't know who it came from. So that, that the purpose is Mishlach Monas right? So the purpose is. So Tzdaka, the mile is Dafka Mata Baseshe Chaf Af. The Tzdaka says over there in Shabbos that Dafka obeys that Mata by Tzdaka it's better that it should be given anonymously, but by Matan it's Dafka the opposite. The more says Akedekach that let's say I take care of a child, so I should be Medir the Imo the Aim. How do I Medir the Aim? So the kid's not going to come home and tell his mother. You know, he's going to forget. That's kids, right? So Mora says that when you when you feed him, you leave a little bit of the 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 the, the, the food on his face, and he goes home and says, "What happened to you? What do you, get, what do you have? You know, jelly in your face?" He says, "Oh, Reverend Engel gave me a jelly sandwich." Oh, okay. So, you know, so now he knows about it, right? I once heard from Rabbi Rabbi Miller's at all. He said that when I give a person a, a, a watch, I give him a ton of a watch. So this little slip paper says how many jewels are in it. You know, the seventeen jewel watch, a twenty one jewel watch. You know. Mm-hmm. Right, leave the slip inside. He should know what beautiful, how yeah. valuable you're giving. You that creates. Some, I gave him bought a five dollar watch. You know, this is a five hundred dollar watch. He should know that, that mm-hmm. you know what I'm giving him. You know, that the whole idea is to create the race. So then, about the morale, the, the Russian was aware of the fact. This is where this is where Rosh brings down the morale. You know, he says that that we don't really necessarily realize. What's happening in the world of Rukhnis? The Russian is giving us tremendous matanas of Rukhnis. We don't necessarily realize that. So the Russian created a physical reality which parallels the, the, the Rukhnis reality. So I can be from the physical reality what's happening in the spiritual realm and take advantage of the matana that is taking place in the spiritual realm. So Pace is referred to as Chadash Aviv. The Russian made a springtime, a time of renewal. To tell me that there is there is in the spiritual realm a world of renewal as well. So the pasuk says in Kaelis, "Kigoya, Kigoya, 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 There's levels upon levels upon levels. That's referring to that there's in Shemayim, there's many different worlds, and each world this manifests itself in a different way, down to the physical world, which manifests itself. It's the same reality which manifests itself in many different ways in each one of the, the different realms. So in the physical realm, it manifests itself as a time of Osif, Sukkis, a time of Katzer, Shuas, a time of Aviv, Pesach. So Pesach is this, is this man of Aviv. Okay, that makes sense. It's a time of, there was a, it was a birth of a nation, it was a renewal. It was a, so the Russian says that every single year, that physical reality is indicating to you that there's a spiritual reality, there's a time of renewal. Sukkis is a time of osif, of gathering something in. You had the experiences of the different Yom Tov over the years, gather it in, pull it in, etc. There's ability to absorb that. So what does Chagakatsa represent to us? So obviously it's a time of significant time of rejoicing, etc. So, but he says a different point. He says that you only reap something when it's fully grown. So the, the Chagakatsa represents the time that the Tvua reached its full, full growth. I mean, the, 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 the agricultural system would be they would do the katsir, then they would leave it in the out. You can't store it like that. It's, if it's still moist, it's going to rot. 
you leave it out in the summer. There's no rain over the summer. It's, it would sit in the, it would, after you would after you would harvest it, it would stop stop growing. You leave it out to dry over the summer, and then you would put it to, you, before the rainy season. Circus time, you'd, you'd gather it in. So that's why that's the din gathering. So, but kotzer represented something that's fully grown. It's reached its full its full its potential, right? Says what the, what the Torah added to the what the, what the Yomtiv of Shuas is adding, i.e., the Torah is adding to the world, is the ability to reach the full potential which we have. The Bereshit put into the world ability to grow. How where does this ability to grow come from? But I think what he's saying, and I was the Kuda which I, it hit me that he's saying, is there's a mistake which we have about Torah sometimes. We have mankind, and the Bereshit as it were, superimposed upon mankind something called Torah with its expectations and with its mitzvahs, etc. It's not the ability to take the person and make him grow into what he is. It's something superimposed from the outside. That's what the Torah is saying. That's not true. Kotzer means all I'm doing is helping you grow. I'm giving you everything you need to grow into the person. All the potential is there. I'm not giving you something else which is which is foreign to you. That's, that's not growth. That's you might build with that. You might take the building blocks and build something, but smicha is always is always is always organic. It's always the reality which is there, the potential which is there, locked on the scene. With the everything that you've done, eventually it grows to its full potential. So the Torah was the vehicle which is put in the world to allow a human being to become what a human being is supposed to be. That the greatness of man is intrinsic in man. Without a vehicle to help us accomplish that, we will not expand to become that reality. The Torah was when, when, when it gives me that that vehicle. So two, two have nakudas about that. There's a um, Baron shared uh, on Tuesday night. He shared a piece of Revolba in, in Dashlomo on, on Shuas, where he talks about Chazal use a lashon. That learning Torah allows you to be makar mishamer v'hayaylam. So it's lashon hakara. So Revolva points out from the the Mephorshim and Pshat, the lashon of hakara is always used when I say I recognize something, something which is which is for, for, new to me. It's foreign. I don't recognize it. By, by definition, not. Recognition is always referring to something which I knew, and I wasn't fully. I, I might have forgotten. I might have. Right, but, but now that he introduces himself, and, oh, you! I, I recognize you. Right. So Tara's avoider is not to introduce a kaddish baruch to us, which we wasn't known to us. It wouldn't be called hakara. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lesson of the, that allow, Tara allows you to be to be makar mishamer it means that that's that's an intrinsic in the man this ability to have awareness of a kaddish baruch but there's things which prevent us of of actualizing that potential knowledge that is intrinsic in us. There's things which prevent that. So comes the the, the Torah and it allows us to recognize a kaddish baruch That's something was intrinsic in the man. So the so the Ramchal says this. The Ramchal has a. Uh, a sefer called Derech Chaim, which he wrote as introduction to the Chaim of the, of the Rizal. In the Derech Chaim, he says, um, 
that the Bershom made the nature of our soul in such a way that the truth of the Torah makes sense to it. It's not that I'm saying, listen, I'm going to teach you something new that you that it doesn't fit into you, in, in your way your mind thinks. The Bershom made the mind of that bets in the Torah is what makes sense to the Neshama. Because the Torah is there first, and the Neshama was built around the Torah. She so says, so every time you are having a kasha, what he means, you're saying it's difficult. What you're saying, there's a difficulty. I mean, there's something preventing you from understanding. Through the act of a malus, you break through that blockage, and you get to understand that which should make sense to you. So he says, it was a made a comment. He says, you know, you, you have like, you know, these people, like, like they, they have an experience, so they have, a, you know, something happens to them, or they hear something, and it all of a sudden it clicks, and they come back to Torah. Like, you hear the story, you know, it wasn't this, you know, this earth shattering event. What's the shot? Because the Neshama intrinsically, Torah makes sense to it. The, the Neshama intrinsically connects to Torah. So that's what, that's what Kotzer means. Kotzer means that I'm not superimposing something outside. I'm giving you the vehicle to let your Neshama be what it's supposed to be. So Revolver writes this that um, when we talk about Mashiach, there's extraordinary descriptions of Mashiach. So can talk about his, his abilities. Right? So he writes, he has a piece in the Catholic Bays where he says that what has happened is that our understanding of, of the greatness of man, what man could be, and the potential of, of the godless of the son of a person, is diminished. We see that a person is limited, and we see that you know, we rely on technology, and we, we, we don't understand how much human being, how great a man could be. Mashiach's role is to reconvince us, convince us, clarify to us how much potential greatness there is locked inside of the man. So you see this extraordinary person. So I think the marshal, which I give is, let's say a person, I, I want to I make a, a, the a yeshiva to produce the best bacham possible. So what am I going to do? So I'm going to sit there, you know, with with all my pedagogical abilities and think about what's the most logical way to be mechan al Number one, what's the, the best type of seder hayoyim, what's the best type of limud, etc. That's not enough. I'm going to bring in an individual or individuals which represent to the Talmudim what it's supposed to look like. So they'll be, in, they'll be role models, they'll be inspiring to them, they'll help them re- re- get to that, etc. So the Torah's description of Mashiach is there's going to be, it, it, we're going to, he's going to enforce the rules of the Torah, and he's going to be a great man. That's the two things Mashiach's going to do. He's going to give us back the system, the Chinuch system we're supposed to have, which is the Torah, which is Mechanachos to be, what we're, uh, unlock our potential. And he's going to give, act as the dogma of what, what it could look like. So I think that's, the, that's, that's what Morel is saying, that the, the Torah describes Shavuos as Chag HaKotzer, that that's in the Kudu Kotzer. One or two other points. Um, I, I think I shared this word with you once. I, I don't remember if I did or not. So, um, so the Torah describes the, the the counting. You you should you should count the Sheva Shabbos says to me at the end. Ah, and then you bring the korban. 
Okay, so the the, the Torah uh, clearly defines that the the day is a day which which is generated through counting. Um, there's Akrekach, there's a halachic shita which takes this so right that he understands that the each person has to count. So what does that mean? So the two basic shitas in halacha. One shita says that even normally there's halacha shemeka aina. Torah says, "Well, there's only shemeka aina. You have to count personally. You can't count for me. I should hear and be yard said." You might be in the bracha, but the the seer itself has to. Each person has to count themselves. Momsha. Second, says, no. Shmei works like everywhere else. It means it's 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 not a sphere which is in Bezdin, like you have a yovel that's a sphere in Bezdin. And this is your bekevei. You could have argued your bekevei of the the, the chagim of there's like there's like kriyas is the Bezdin is kevei of the chaydish and that's what's kevei of the chagim. So the sphere is the Bezdin. Bezdin has to count. Not each call, so the bottom no, each person individually has to count. Uh, the Babish Rebbe has a uh, has a, a tshuva where he understands that it's pasha So that means if if I if I start out the sphere in Australia and then I fly to America, so I'm I'm be'etzim one day ahead of Americans because I started counting a day ahead because of the international dateline. So I keep shuas a day earlier than everybody else holds. Halacha I start shuas on my day. I come to America and I count my own count, which is a day ahead of everybody else. And I my day fifty is shuas, regardless of where you're holding. That's how he holds halacha lemaisa. Which gets involved all those laws of how you do it. It's like the Yafusheni issues, you know, etc. Vice versa, if I fly from America to Australia, so I'm counting the day behind everybody else. It's like Yishu was a day later. Each person's sphere is Kaveya Hishu. That's sphere the Cholechabech. That's what he holds. Okay. So I'm not passing a lot of money. I don't think any are doing that now. What? I wonder if they. There are. And they're going back and forth. There are. Gosh, that. I, I I remember I saw this piece years back. I was like, they do it? I was talking to somebody you know, a few years ago. He mentioned like you know he has a cousin who came to America from Australia during Sphera. He says and he's he's like keeping a different day shoes or something like that. Like, oh, wow. What's going on? Says, oh wow, cool! Like they really do this, you know? It's real, you know? Wow. It wasn't stopping, you know. You know, alumnus are still there. He means a lot He uses a lot of So he writes in what they have to do. They have to keep a lot of in both days. So. No, they do malacha in the whole. They have did they have a dinner of. Uh, and everybody else is keeping on to they? Well, they did them like like uh, like Eri Yalta Shedi, right? But um, wow. yeah, wow, okay, <laughs> but okay, but the Torah describes that there's 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 it, it, it's a, your kaveh of the yomta through counting. There's two types of counting, and it's a very interesting thing. We count the days. When the more says sarklim the yomik sarklim the shui now. The caches on his shita are very difficult, so women don't have no to count. So when's their shuas? We hold the shuas sirim as one as their bonum because because there's no oimer. So then the carbon oimer, so there's no sirim nowadays. So when's yomtiv? If yomtiv is nikal pi the sirim, so there's no the men there's no sirim anymore. There's no yomtiv anymore. So shuas all shuas as their bonum. Like you know, it's a very there's a lot of difficulty with that sheet. Halacha lemaisa, and you know, you know, but. 
the, conceptually, it's, so we count, so we count Svira, and that's what's Kaveh of the Yom Tov. And you, you count the Svira Yomim and Shavuos. We count the Yom and Shavuos quite differently. We count the, the day at the beginning of the day. We count the weeks at the end of the week. Right. So a person counts, he comes to... The, he, he doesn't say the first night, it's Yom Echel and it's the first day of the week. After seven days have passed, he says, "Oh, this is a, it, it's a one week. It only counts at the end of the week. He counts the days at the beginning of the day. You don't say after the first day, oh, one day has passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't wait till the we don't wait till the, the the third night of Pesach and say, you know what, one day of Omer has passed. We don't do that. We, don't, we count the beginning. And that's to me, was how you're supposed to count the Chachila earlier in the day. This is the first day of, of the Omer, right?" Um, now, when, when a week is so, I once heard from Einsteiner, Ramesh Einsteiner in Cleveland. He said that there's there's two ways to make the, 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 to count things. There is accounting which a person he's talking about the potential. His potential is always at the beginning. There is times when you make a cheshvan nefesh of what you've accomplished. That's always at the end. All right, progress, seeing progress. In a, and as it's happening, is very difficult to measure. The best way to measure progress is in retrospect. I, a period of time has passed. I look back and said, "Look, look, look, where how I how much I've grown." As you're growing, as you're moving. So a child, I once heard this from Shiva. Shiva said over from the, the Mezuzah Magid. There was once a chassid came to the Rebbe to the Mezuzah Magid. And he says, you know, I don't feel like I'm growing anywhere. So I remember like, when like, I first started learning, I was, I was, you know, growing so much. And I was, you know, and, you know, I'm basically doing the same thing every single day, you know, learning the same thing. I don't feel any growth. So he says, there are two types of growth. There's a leave of and there's a leave of As a child is born, he does nothing. And all of a sudden, you know, after a, few days, after a few weeks, the child is able to smile. So nowadays, you know, you get on the phone, you call Bubby and Zadie and the Tanta and, you know, and, you know the, everybody, you know, the baby smiled, you know. Oh. Then the baby turns over, and then the, you know the next thing you know, the baby is able to walk. You know, to crawl, and everything is like there's a clear. Just, you know, two days ago, he wasn't able to crawl. Now he's able to crawl. Push it's a major change. Right? He started learning olive base before he didn't know any. Now he finished olive base. He started learning. He got a sitter. Started learning chumash. He was learning chumash, and now he's learning chumash. It's a major change. The guy is 18 years old. He's learning Russian Tyson before him. You know, next year Russian Tyson before him. Next year, no major changes. It's the same thing again, right? So, in the world of countenance, every change is, is distinct and significant, and it's obvious. In the world of a god of a godol, growth is a, is, a, is a slow process. So, how do you tell? You look back. You know, in person after a year or two or three, it looks back and says, "You know, look how much I've grown compared to three years ago. I understand so much better." I have so much more knowledge. I don't see the change by day by day. It's very hard to see. So there's there's a sphere of at the end of a period. You look back and say, look how much you've accomplished. There's a sphere at the beginning of a period, which is the sphere of I have a day. I, 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 I'm looking and defining that I have potential to accomplish. I have a whole day ahead of me to do something. Right? So the Torah is Machai, both of those spheres. I, a lot of people get very, dis- you know, they get very disappointed. I don't see myself growing. I don't see the growth. This is, you're making a mistake. That's not how you measure growth. You don't measure growth as it's happening. 
Okay, we're condensing the concept over a period of of weeks, seven weeks, and we're saying, okay, over a period of time, you go back and say, you know what? Look how much I've grown since Pesach. Listen, what I've added. That's how you can do such a thing. So the yomtiv of Shavu is is the yomtiv which it's bedafka defined by counting. It means it has to be that there's movement. What allows you to, to have a shaykh of Shavu is because there is movement. You're not the same person you were once upon a time. But that means it's mechayv you eat to take advantage of each day. But to try and measure what you're accomplishing with it, don't do that during the day because I once had a. Um, or I had a, a person I was working with, and he was having a guy like you know he would he would take his spiritual growth temperature five times a day, <laughs> you know like you know he's taking his like you know yeah like you know, people walk around because they have you know issues with it. they have like you know they walk around with a constant you know blood pressure thing checking their blood pressure like he was checking his like fruit fruit <laughs> pressure you know like, uh, <laughs> and you know and for states of he was gone out of his mind. And I was, also, I was also going out of my mind because I had to deal with it. Right? <laughs> so I said, I want to tell you something. There's a fascinating study which had been done on the, on the stock market. The stock market, the studies have been done that if a person would buy from the year 1900 to the year 2000, a century, any stock that a person bought and held for 10 years, any one of 10 year periods from 19, 19, 1901 to 1910, from 1905 to 1915, from 1929 to 1939, any period of time you will pick, the stock will have shown growth. But during that 10-year period, it goes up and it goes down. And it goes up and it goes down. If you hold that stock for 10 years, guarantee the value of the stock went up, unless the company went bankrupt. So it's an extraordinary thing. It says if you measure, you know, it, it, you know, and, and it can have some crazy. During those ten years, the variations of the highs and the lows can be very significant. It wasn't like nice, you know, hilly curves. It's you know, it looks like an EKG: high, low, high, low, high, low. But the, it starts here and it ends here. You can't measure it every single time, every single day. You're gonna go to your mind. That's not what growth is. Growth is over a period of time, the ups and the downs eventually add up to something that you're you're higher at the end than you were at the beginning. As long as you keep moving forward. So the combination of the mimliyami is that you're moving forward every day, but you're not measuring the results till you get to the end of the end of a tukufa. That's I think the Nakuda of counting, one the of the counting. Um, I found a safer which uh when he 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 grabs what the word atzeres means. See, he brings twenty-one pshatim, based on the fortune in different places in Tanakh, from the word atzar or or, 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 or I, one of the pshatim Rashi says. I mean, atzar means to to hold back. They, he held them back from leaving. Right, so that's. Um, so, in the context of of, of, of Shuas, the Kant of Matan Torah, it's a yantav of Atzeres. So, because so, they'll say that Batsim Shmini Atzeres should have been six weeks later after Sukkot, 
It's a period of Lozer. Shouldn't six weeks later after Sukkot, so like Shavuot is, they give you a period of time to, as it were, sort of absorb what the Yom has given to you. But since it's going to be the rainy season and it's a chag, it's a regal, so you're supposed to be there to make Klai Yisrael go and then come back in the rainy season. The Rosh had Rachmanus and also immediately. So Be'etzem Shavuos is the the soif of Pesach. The Ramban used Lashon over here in the in the Parshas Emor. It's like there was a long cholamoid between Shavuos, Pesach and Shavuos, and this is the end. But the Atzira is almost, it's like there's a counter where he talks about that they have a Nila Sachag. And the Nila, what does Nila mean? Nila means to lock something. It was, it's, you're Nile something, to lock it in. What are you taking with you? So Baron spoke um, in Kippur before Nila a while back. So there's a, there's a Moshe and Chazal about a, um, there was a Karim. And we had a fence around it. There was a hole in the carom. And there was a fox who realized that there's a, there's a hole in the wall. He's able to get through the wall to get into the carom. So he's he was able to squeeze through the, through the, the, the hole in the wall and come to the carom and he's having a good time in the carom. And he wants to leave. He's too fat to get out the hole. So he has to fast. Right? and let go of some of that to take himself out so the Medra says that where Baron touched it you know, so there's an Elul there's the 40 days of an Elul and you've absorbed a lot into yourself but anything which is just like fat, it's just like the ex- ex- excess, you don't take with you anything which became part of your being that comes out back out of the hole so the the otzar is that which you're holding back, holding on to. There is there's a lot of lessons you learn. You know, Pesach Seder is wonderful, it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, etc. And you you know, what are you taking with you, Lamaisa? What's the atzira? Is the otzar? What are you what what are you holding back? There is, you're you're leaving now. The the the, the, the Pesach season has finished. So it's a time to to sort of remember what are you taking with you. Um, so maybe that's a remez in the name of Atzeris. Uh, it's called Chagabikurim. Uh, the Chazal say that that Shavuos is we're, we're nidden uh, on the the Parasila. which is interesting because Chagakots are really referring to specifically grains growing, not. Paris of the but Bikurim Bikur is connected to the world of Paris Elon, etc. Uh, I think that's going back to the first idea that you know Paris Elon are even more of a remnant to this Musig of the, the tree is there and it has potential to produce fruit. You see it in some ways very striking in the in the in the, the grains. It just starts as a seed and that season it grows a tremendous amount. But it's, it was all locked on the seed to start with. You also see it in a different way. The opposite way you see it in a tree. The tree is, it's existing and it's producing fruit. It's not. I'm making this whole new thing. It's there. I'm just. It's producing the fruit. Um, so bikurim is that 
the, the, the trees are producing. So it's a Chagabi Kurim. So I think that's, you know, in a certain sense that it stresses this concept that the growth is, is an organic growth. Um, so Revolver writes about that. He says that um, we have in Shvanessa, you have the bracha of Bernay Yerushalayim and the bracha as Semach David. So you have Binyan and Smicha. Uh, so he has actually said Smicha, Binyan, Bechinuch. The two parts of the Chinuch process. There's a certain amount that you build in Blavach, you teach them things, etc. You have to understand that, that that is going to put into them certain seeds which will develop and they will grow over a period of time. Trying to make a, a the process go quicker doesn't work. It's very hard to make things grow quick more quickly. They grow as the way they're supposed to grow. And some people take longer to grow, some people shorter to grow. They're trying to speed up the process doesn't work. On the other hand, we can give you building blocks to build certain things with. So you have to know in the world of Chinuch when you're dealing with Zriya and when you're dealing with Binyan. And we, we described that the Baruch is going to bring the Yeshua. There's elements of Binyan that we're doing. And there's also elements of Smicha. It just has, it has to develop over a period of time. There is a certain growth which, which is going to happen. So both elements are true. So Bikurim specifically is, is, is clearly stresses this Lakuda of, of the, the Tzmicha element that the, the Torah is giving us something which is, a, which is a, it's not, there are building blocks to it. There's the, the Tisburu, which is that you're, 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 you're trying to, trying to teach yourself new things, grow each day, taking them out of each day. And understanding whatever you've taken in, it's, it's now going to be absorbed and slowly become part of who you are. And that's the Otsar that you're going to have, which is the Nakuda of the, the so it's, that Sira is the, what are, you, what are you holding into your reality is that which really grows out of who you are. So that's the, the Chagakotzer, the, the Yom Bikurim, and that Sira.